I hope everybody's having a good day. This is Steve Burgess back with Real Estate 311, having our next episode here. Hopefully, this will be my last one by myself. I'm uh, looking next week where I got a couple people lined up. We're going to do some discussions on various properties. It'll be hopefully a little more interesting than just listening to me. Today, we're going to have a brief discussion about are you ready to buy an investment property? Just some quick points, some things to think about. Um, I know you've probably been thinking about it and it's time to get started. So let's just go over some basics. First off, let's start financially. Do you have some money saved up? Depending on the property, because we can discuss all kinds of properties. Are we looking at a duplex, single family investment, multifamily investment, um, commercial property, strip center, flex or industrial type property, single tenant property? There's, there's all kinds of investments. So first of all, do you have some money saved up? Typically, what you're looking at on financing an investment property is you're going to need 20 to 25% down. In most commercial loans will be a 20-year AM. Possibly you can get a 25-year amortization. Now, that being said, if you get a single family or a smaller four-unit property, can you get 15% down? Sometimes. If you have an owner-occupied property that you're going to be in part of it and have excess space, that's going to be more, um, there's a possibility to get a 504 small business loan, but that's a whole separate ballgame. Let's focus on investment property. Do you have 20, 25% down for the price point you're looking for? So let's say you have 50000 available to invest in real estate. You're probably looking somewhere in a $200,000 property. Now that you know how much money available, let's discuss the type of property you want. Is it residential? If it's residential, what type of residential? You know, single family, two or three unit, you're probably not gonna go much more over a four unit in that price point or even a three unit, depending on where you're at in the country. Some, some areas with lower values, you may get on paper a higher return on investment, but in exchange, you're gonna put a lot more work into them. So if you're looking at that, $50,000, $200,000 property, small multifamily, maybe a small single tenant or small strip center you could do, but you just have to decide, is that what you want? So let's just go on the assumption you're gonna do a small multifamily. Let's look at the area you wanna be in. What type of area? Do you want an A-class property, which is higher end quality? In that scenario, you're probably gonna get a one maybe two unit, you know, single family or duplex at best at that price point. You know, maybe not even that, depending on where you're at. Are you looking B, kind of meat and potatoes, middle of the road property, good area, stable, not high end amenities. You know, C starts to get property needs a little more work, areas on the edge, maybe. And then you get to the D properties that are more in an area of lower values, likely higher turnover. You might get some Section 8 tenants, depending on if that's what you want or the property has. There's just a variety out there. I think it makes a lot of sense to figure out the type of property you want first, because I've been working with people. They're kind of open to anything, which is good and bad. It doesn't allow you to focus. So focus on the property. Maybe you want you know, the duplex or the single family rental because that's what you're comfortable with. It's more like your house, you know, where you're shifting in a small strip center, 
you're going to want a little more experience because it's a different type of property. It's not like your house, but it's absolutely manageable, especially if it's a one or two unit center, just matter of managing the leases, keep an eye on the maintenance, who's responsible for lawn and snow, uh, make sure the roof is good, mechanicals, who's responsible for mechanicals, especially if you get a single tenant, smaller type building it's less likely you're going to have a lease with a national tenant where they're going to take care of the maintenance. So smaller, lower price point, more likely local tenant, which puts a little more burden on the landlord, probably shorter term lease, two to three years, maybe five. But in exchange, you're going to get a higher return than if you say lease it to, let's say a pizza hut franchisee or corporate store where you may have a five or seven or 10 year lease and they may, take more of the maintenance burden. So what do we do? Make sure you get the money. Make sure you know the property type you want. Also look at the area you want to be in. I know we kind of covered that before, but is it a growing area, stable area, declining area? Try and look at that. I always, when I'm looking at a property, I look at two things, especially if it's a borderline area. Is the area going to get better over time, stay the same over time, or get worse? If it's going to get better or stay the same, it's probably an okay investment. If it's going to deteriorate or you anticipate it'll go down, give yourself a little pause and think about it. Because if that area or location's going to go down, maybe business is shipping to the other side of the mall, or there's new development on a street over, and this is... Uh, a secondary and is going to step down. Try and look at all these factors because it'll help you make a logical, educated decision. You know, a lot of times people are looking for that home run, higher return property too. That's difficult, especially in today's market. That is difficult. You can have a good real estate investing career just hitting singles and doubles. You know, you don't need that home run that fantastic steal of a property, just get good, stable income. It's funny, I was listening years ago to, it's actually a podcast, I forget, uh, some real estate investor ninja guy, but he simplified real estate investing like this. You borrow a million dollars, your tenants pay back a million dollars, and you keep the million dollars. So don't forget that. Even if you're getting, say, an 8% cash-on-cash return, your tenants are paying down your loan, which will increase your, your return. Also, you have depreciation, so you're not getting taxed on all of that income. That's a whole separate discussion. But that also increases your income or increases your return. So look at all the factors when weighing that. Okay, I know this is a little short and jumbled, but just kind of want to cover the basics. Have a little income. Have your money there. Make sure you have some income. Know the area, type of property and find a solid investment and get your first one going. Okay, that's it. I'll be back next week. Planning on an interview with uh, a couple, at least one investor next week in each of the following weeks on different types of properties. So thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your week.